Welcome back to Slow County Public Policy and the Law. We are here talking with Sarah Twisselman and Lynn Ludwig Higgins about the Central Coast Veterans Museum. This is your host, Stu Jenkins, only here at KNews FM 98.5. Now, uh, before the news break, um, Sarah, we were talking a lot about the veterans' uh, event coming up on October 8th, which is a wonderful fundraiser. It's going to be a wonderful dinner, and people can get tickets at the website vet vetmuseum.org vetmuseum.org folks not plural vets but singular vet museum correct and you have some other events coming up after that Uh, we have uh, veterans day uh, which of course is the 11th day of the 11th month of the year because that's how they could have the armistice in world war one at 11 a.m and that way both the French and the Americans and the Germans and the English all knew what time to stop shooting. Uh, no joke, that's that's real, folks. Um, on Veterans Day, what are you doing at the Veterans Museum? So the Veterans Museum hosts Veterans Day each year in collaboration with Post 66 American Legion. This year, we are going to also bring on our Central Coast Vietnam Veterans of America chapter, um, 982. They're based in Guadalupe, but they're from across the county. And we're going to feature a special ceremony at 1030. Now, Guadalupe used to be in San Luis Obispo County until the legislature redrew the lines. So that's very appropriate. So the... the, uh, what do they call themselves? The veteran, uh, Vietnam veterans. It's the it's the Central Coast, Central Coast Vietnam Veterans of America, or you could call them the CCVVA or VVA Chapter Nine Eighty Two. And so, what are they doing with the with the museum in order to put on this program? Well, they are going to collaborate with our museum on a special display honoring the Vietnam War. Mm-hmm. Um, they're helping us put together. We're going to co curate. A historical timeline of major conflicts in the museum. But as I mentioned, um, the three of our organizations, Post 66, the VVA, and our museum, we're going to do a special program at 1030 outside in the parking lot um, that'll include, you know, uh, raising of the flag, a color guard, and a few special speakers. But more details will be coming in the next two weeks, and a flyer and all of that will be coming out very soon. And if people want to visit the Veterans Museum at 801 Grand Avenue in San Luis Obispo, they can find out more about the events and the program that is going to happen on the 11th day of the 11th month. Here at what time? Um, Well, so the museum will be open from 10 to 3 with exhibits, um, but that program will be at 1030 outside. Okay. All right. One of the things we are also going to be um, showcasing is a special display on local um, San San Luis Obispo County and Slow High School uh, service members who didn't make it home. And actually, Lynn helped us curate that display in our museum. Lynn, could you Uh tell us about that display? Yes, I... um I went online and to the website that lists everyone, and I divided them by towns, how many losses we had. We had 43 within the county, 43 young men who died in Vietnam. San Luis Obispo had 11 
Um, one of which was your uncle. One was my uncle. Seven of those were San Los High graduates. Oh. Three of them, four of them were not. One was a teacher at Cal Poly. He was a, a ROTC teacher who volunteered. He was older, 33, had mm -hmm. three children. He volunteered to go and he lost his life. Um, but the seven from San Luis High, I printed out big pictures of each one of them. And then the other county, I have a picture of each one. All 43 have their pictures on this display. Santa Barbara County? No, just San Luis Obispo County. Oh, okay. But it, we do have a list uh, of... The other, you meant the other cities uh, I, in the county? I meant, yeah, okay. Paso Robles and Tascadero. All okay. the county cities mm -hmm. have a picture of their losses. Uh -huh. um, but we do have a list next to it of the Central Coast losses, which includes Santa Maria, um, Guadalupe, all the other towns that are on the Central Coast, but not within the county. Now, are you going to be speaking about your book as part of the program? Later? No, just in the fe February speaker series. Okay. So we're setting up other people for January and March that... Um, pertain to Vietnam also. Now, now, Lynn, what's the title of your book? It's called The Box, a memoir. And where can people buy that if they it's, wanted to it's on get Amazon. a copy? It's on Amazon. You can go to Amazon and put in Lynn Ludwig, The Box. And also I have a website that's www.theboxmemoir at yahoo.com. You can... Um, hit a link there to purchase it. I also have a blog on there to remember Vietnam veterans and those who lost their lives. So people who have uh, relatives can mm -hmm. can actually enter memories on that blog. They Is that can right? reach me and I'm writing about different veterans mm -hmm. and, and those who lost their lives. I've got most of the San Luis High on there, and I'm working on the Atascadero ones. I'd like to just mention that um, the Atascadero Zoo, which a lot of people know about, um, um, Michael Paddock was one of the county losses that we had, and his dad started the zoo. To remember him by. Mm -hmm. Well, no, he had started the zoo in the 1950s. Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. but, but when um, Michael died, he added an aviary, and that is dedicated to his son, Michael. Wow. So. Well, now, um, what kind of, uh, Sarah, what kind of displays, what's the theme of the display that's currently being up uh, at the Veterans Museum? Well, that's a good question. So again, we have our permanent exhibits throughout the museum. So if you were just to pop in on a Thursday, you might want to know what would you expect. And we have displays throughout the museum from World War One all the way to more current conflicts in Afghanistan and, and Iraq. We also have an armory full of all kinds of weapons and um, uh, shells and missiles and different things. Um, so most recently, we had a Memorial Day, a display honoring Lost at Sea, and it was multiple stories of both above sea and below sea vessels that um, lo were lost due to natural causes or malfunctions or war. Right. Yeah. And so that just came down, unfortunately. We had that up. We did multiple exhibit talks, and 
Chuck Belmont, Steve David, Lynn Higgins, along with um, uh, Tim yeah. Tryon and Jack Shoulders, they did a wonderful job sharing those stories. There are about 14 different stories they were telling, and um, we had really great feedback from we had about 30 people attend four different times. Each time they said, what are you going to do next? So we're really excited to do our speaker series and continue this exhibit talks with the Vietnam display we're putting up after November. Now, when these uh, speaker series happen, uh, is it a particular day of the week or night of the week that, that they uh, occur? That's a good question. We don't have it on a regular calendar. Um, sometimes it's monthly. Sometimes we have to skip a month because, again, we're all volunteers sure. and we're just trying to do what we can. Um, it's tending to be on Tuesdays around 1 or 2 in the afternoon, but you can follow our website. Go to our event tab on vetmuseum.org and go to the events tab to see what's coming up. You can also follow us on social media. We're very active and we always post what events are coming up. Or you can join our email list and you can either reach out via email or call us and give us your email and we'll add you to that or go to our website and it'll prompt you to join our email list. Wow, there's a lot of services there. Well, folks, we're coming up on a hard break pretty soon. I want to give you a little information about next week's show. Be sure and tune in to FM 98.5 next Saturday, September 23rd at 10 a.m. We're going to have Adam Verdon here to talk to us about his ideas to resolve conflict between anti-dune buggy forces and the 2.3 million visitors who come to use the Oceano Dunes State Recreation Vehicle Park. Then Ben Helig will tell us why he thinks you should support the Howard Jarvis Taxpayers Association ballot initiative to restore property taxpayers' rights to pass on their lower tax assessments to their children and grandchildren. And if you'd like to hear from an officeholder, lawyer, or activist here at KNews FM 98.5, you can email me at stu, that's S-T-E-W, dot Jenkins, at dimescentralcoast.com. Stay tuned. We're going to have a few very important ads, and we're coming back to talk with Sarah Twisselman and Lynn Ludwig Higgins. <laughs> 